step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Warning, 11th Hour Radio contains explicit content and foul language. Parental discretion is advised. 11th Hour Radio is not affiliated nor endorses most of the music that came out over the past five years. Tell me again, Papa Joe. What was it that brought about the destruction of America? Well, most folks say it was a government shutdown. Others blame Obamacare. But uh, I remember the exact day America ended. It was the 2013 Video Music Awards. (laughs) Yeah, I remember it like it was yesterday. You're on in five minutes. Do you need more time to warm up? No, I think this performance is going to be less about the singing. Yeah, that's when all the troubles began. But didn't anyone try to warn her? Well, it's funny you should ask, because someone did. And it was quite a strange someone indeed. This is so weird. I think I'm hallucinating. I must have smoked too much cigarettes. I'm totally here. I promise. Why are you here, old Miley? I came to warn you that your VMA performance might be too controversial. I'm only 20 years old. I need need some freedom to grow up and make mistakes. And no matter what happens, I promise I'll always be true to Miley Cyrus. Well, that's all I can ask for. That was how America ended. Canada did great, though. Turns out that Prime Minister Bieber was a fair and generous ruler. America sounds nice, Papa Joe. Oh, it was. It was. And they say if you listen very closely, you can still hear both Miley's whispering. We clawed, we chained our hearts in vain. We jumped, never asking why. We kissed, I fell under your spell of love No one could deny Don't you ever say I just walked away I will always want you I can live a lie running for my life I will always want you I came in like a
This is the 11th hour. Live and direct coming at you from the middle of nowhere, the center of everywhere. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Are you ready? This is the 11th hour, brother, and we're walking that fine razor's head between greatness or disaster. Like we always do about this time. This is 11th hour radio. Revolution starts now. You are listening to 11th Hour Radio. We are your tag team champions of the world, the 11th Hour. I'm Jason Eyes, k Nice if you're nasty. With me, as always, the Guzmaniac, Jose Guzman. And we are back, folks. Second episode in, but we will continue to bring you new 11th Hour Radio every month on the 11th of every month because it just makes sense. You see what we did there, 11th Hour Radio, on the 11th of each month? We're fucking clever, folks. <laughs> Not only are we clever, but we are available for download on iTunes, the new episodes, and the past 105 episodes. 106? From- this is our second Woo, episode back, remember? 106, motherfuckers! And we are still officially part of the podcast network at pcn.panelsonpages.com. If you'd like to send us an email, shoot us one at 11th Hour Radio at the 11th Hour. Dot com. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at the 11th hour. Replace that O with a zero. And if you're talking about 11th hour radio, be sure to hashtag it. Hashtag 11th hour radio. So second episode back from our hiatus. It was five years. Goddamn. Between 11th hour radio episodes. So what have we been doing these past five years? And what is our theme for this week? Oof. Our theme. First of all. We still back, fuckers. <laughs> we are bringing you what we've been listening to for the past five years. Artists that we've kind of uh, picked up over the past five years. Sure. Songs maybe from the past that we're still listening to five years later. Yeah. Just songs that kind of stuck out to us, stuck with us, and impressed us. And also kind of the evolution of music from... Correct. 
what what has happened until now the shift uh the climate shift sure as you will sure because on on this episode alone we have some songs that events in the world that have nothing to do with music has influenced music we're just bringing it all to you from all kinds of angles. Five years later, yeah. we still fucking here to bang this bitch out. So this episode's essentially a time machine. It's a time it capsule of the past five years. So we're going to bring you right through it, bring you up to speed. And then, you know, next episode, we're getting back to, like, 11th Hour Radio as as it is today. Mm-hmm. The new vision of 11th Hour Radio continues. Oof, it uh, does. So, and yeah. So we opened with Miley Cyrus. Now... <laughs> We both we both have some picks and we both have some sure, agreements. Sure, sure, sure. So this is one that you picked right personally. So explain to us why Wrecking Ball. Talking about just metamorphosis of the past five years, like where you were in 2013 to mm-hmm. where you are in 2018. Miley Cyrus has gone like she's done like three whole personality changes in that five years. She's lived three different lives. <laughs> She's like, been reincarnated. Like I got one of those Facebook, uh, you know, on this day memories recently, and it was Miley Cyrus, the video of her taking Salvia, and that was like, holy fuck, yes, that was still like Disney Channel wow. Miley Cyrus. That feels like, and then she just went on a Salvia trip for four years, essentially. Jesus, and that that feels like four years, four lifetimes ago, and. You know, you might not like Miley Cyrus. You don't know, might not like her other songs, her style of music, the way she co-opted black culture. But this song, her her album is called Bangers. Wrecking Ball is a banger. Like With it's a one, Z. Of the, one of the biggest songs of the past five years, and it's a great song. She's got a great voice. It's catchy. It's it's fucking pump your fist good. And if anything, I picked this because of the lip sync contest. With Anne Hathaway jumping onto the wrecking ball and giving the middle finger to Emily Blunt sitting on it, the side. That was a good moment. And she she came in like a wrecking yeah. ball. She nailed that shit. That, that is one of the greatest gifts of the past five years is Anne Hathaway on a wrecking ball, middle finger. Middle finger. Ablaze. Middle finger. So, fucking wrecking ball, man. I'm not All even, right. I don't even feel guilty. Solid choice. Hey, well... I brought Lord in this motherfucker. Oh, so. I'm looking forward to it. So, so you guilt, this fact- is a guilt-free zone <laughs> for this episode. Well, wait until I try and bring some Fallout Boy. <laughs> hey, come on now. Get the fuck out of here with that. So five years later, we still ain't playing Fallout Boy. Tell me something I don't know about Wrecking Ball. So Wrecking Ball wasn't like you listen to it, and it's a song that it makes perfect sense. With where she was at in her life. The song almost feels like she wrote it from life experiences. But she didn't even write Wrecking Ball. The song was written by a writing team. Sasha Scarbeck and the now infamous Dr. Luke. Yeah, so for for y'all not on the know, Dr. Luke is the producer that was involved in the Kesha with no dollar sign. Well, she ditched the dollar sign because of Dr. Luke, essentially. Yeah. So she said, uh, bye-bye, cha-ching. So those are the two behind this. But they didn't originally write it for Miley. They... That song was supposed to be created in a a writing session meant for Beyonce. The song was meant for Beyonce. But as they were starting to write the song, it stopped feeling like a Beyonce song 
and more towards another artist that could pull it off, which uh, Sasha tweeted, Beyonce song now becoming a Miley Cyrus song? Question mark, exclamation mark, question mark, <laughs> exclamation mark. Good, backsplash, bad, question mark. I don't know, question mark, question mark, exclamation, 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 exclamation. Mass smiley, uh, poop emoji, poop emoji, poop emoji, uh, cactus, black Santa. Yeah. <laughs> Middle finger. Eggplant, eggplant, eggplant. So it ends up going to Miley, and it turned out to be good because it was Miley's first single in the U.S. to go number one. And at the time of its release, the music video set the record for most Vivo views in a 24-hour span, which was 19.3 million views you know i was thinking God about damn. fucking music videos the other day oh remember those like kids? yeah wrecking ball's a great music video and it's simple it's yeah it's pretty goddamn literal it's what two shots I her was... on the wrecking ball and at well three three it's what she's 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 at, she's at the hammer yeah she's wrecking she's on the wrecking ball and then there's the close-ups very simple but move like impactful white stripes fell in love with the girl came on the radio mm-hmm. and i was thinking would white stripes have made it if it weren't for the lego video catching on like that was hit. it was an interesting video the song happened good. to have solid music behind it mm-hmm. but would it have had the same steamrolling they power? they were the last of a dying breed of, of bands making it because of of music video on MTV. Heard uh, Jack White has some new music out. Heard, heard Jack White heard, heard is... a song uh, on the radio earlier. Yeah, today. he's Interesting. Um, doing Coachella like solo, just Jack White, I think. Well, we'll we're gonna have to hit you up with some uh, after White Stripes, Jack White, because yeah. he, he he did the one where he had the all girl band, and then he did the one where it was like him and three other raconteurs. Uh, yeah, yeah, where he was just like the guitarist, except for the only song that did good was the one he sung he on. He also did uh, My Chemical Romance. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's funny you said that, because I'm listening to the song on the radio, and I didn't catch who uh-huh. who, who the artist was. All I saw was, what, all I heard was new music. I didn't catch who. And the whole time I'm like, is, is this Jack? Like, my, fir- my first instinct, because the, the, the music and the voice was... Jack White, but is this White Stripes or is it Jack White? But then, like, after listening, I was like, or is this My Chemical Romance? <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. That is funny that you that you, you say that. Well, it, he, uh, the dude from My Chemical Romance just kind of came into my brain. I was like, no, that's fucking My Chemical Romance. I was like, they do kind of look alike. <laughs> yeah, they look alike. They still have that kind of whiny-ish, which, hell no, My Chemical Romance. Uh, that, that's still my jam. Solid stuff. Still my jam. So uh, this next song coming up is another one of my picks. One of the few full albums that I've gotten into in the past five years, and the, this was pretty recently. Uh, it was the new Tribe Called Quest, the album that you know, right right after Fife died, it came out essentially. And this song uh, coming up next is like it's it's the era of Trump. Fuck you, Anthem, essentially. Yeah. Like, this this new... This song knew what was happening before, like, it went total total it's, shit it's like soft. it has. Vision, so. Visionaries. Like, there's a reason Tribe Called Quest 
has influenced so many people. They just see the world different. They might they see the trends before it's happening, and they're able to use music as a commentary to get that out. So what do you, open some eyes. What do you got as far as facts go for Tribe Called Quests, We the People, off of uh, their most recent album, 2016? So the, the song is an obvious slam to the Trump administration, but it wasn't Trump that brought them together for this album. It was November 13th, 2015. The band reunited to perform on the uh, Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and that happened to be the same night as the Paris attack. So, Paris attacks at a Eagles of Death Metal concert. Yeah, goddamn. So it was it, it was a mix of like the vibe of just being together again, the crowd, and then the emotion of not only did we reunite, you know, we're trying to celebrate reuniting, but how can we celebrate when that just happened? Right. So and keeps happening. They kind of that brought them together. They hit the studio. They they wrote some songs on what they felt was happening in the world. And sadly, not all of them got to see the fruits of their labor as uh, Fife Dog Fife, Fife Dog passed before the completion of the album. But you know he he's there. He's on the album. He's there. And they did what the the video. They used like clips. Yeah, it was like. Um... Uh, a, a city wall, a building wall, and it's that that wallpaper esque type, like billboard, and they animated him that way. So he's still like he's singing the song, but it's a super low res frame rate, so it you can't tell that it's not him actually singing the song. Yeah. But it's great. But it's uh, it's cool cool to bring him in that. Way. Yeah, the album is we got it from here. Thank you for your service. Came out in 2016. One of my favorite albums of the past five years, and this is my favorite song off of that album. So from 2016's, we got it from here. Thank you for your service. We got a tribe called Quest with We the People. It is 11th Hour Radio, five years later. Cause we the people are still here in the rear, yo, we don't need you You ain't a killing off good young nigga move When we get hungry, we eat the same fucking food The ramen noodle This simple voodoo is so maniacal, reliable to pull a juju The irony is that this bad bitch in my lap She don't tell me she make money, she don't study that She gon' give it to me, ain't gon' tell me none of that She gon' take the brain away, the place she spit on that the doors are signs with it. Don't try to rhyme with it. VH1 has a show that you can waste your time with. Guilty pleasure, take the edge off reality and pull a salary. I'll probably do that just sporadically. The OG Gucci boots are smitten with iguanas. The IRS piranhas see a nigga getting common. Niggas in the hood living in a fishbowl. Gentrify here, now it's not a shithole. Trend set up, I know my shit's cold. Hands set up because I ain't so bold. But yeah, all you black folks, you must go. False narratives of gods that came up against the odds We're not just nigga rappers with the bars It's kismet that we're cosmic with the stars 
is overlooking street art Better yet, street smart, but you keep us off the chart Some of the fucking numbers and your statistician Fuck I know about true competition Just like the A.O. picture on there talking about he hitting The only one who's hitting are the ones that's currently spitting We got Jamissi Smitten rubbing on a little kitten Dreaming up a world that's equal for women with no division huh. Boy, I tell you, that's vision Like Tony Romo when he hitting with him The tribe be the best in a division Shaheed Muhammad cut it with precision Who can come back years later still hit the shot Still I'm trying to move you off the fucking block Babylon blood clot You upon your head talk All you black folks you must go Tom, this thing, this band, this supergroup is your idea, basically, right? Now, I might have made the first call to Chuck, but the times demand a band like Prophets of Rage to rise. What we want to try to present, right, with Prophets of Rage is songs, they're timeless. It's about, they're even beyond us as individuals. And um, there's an atmosphere that we want to confront. Yeah, so why this, why now? Well, our nation and the world is on the brink of in absolute ins electoral insanity at home, environmental insanity around the globe. There's no music that speaks to what's going on right now. Nothing with substance. Right, what, is, what is the state of the union? Martin Luther King famously said, there's no hotter place in hell than for people who remain neutral in times of moral conflict. This is a time of moral conflict. So we are escaping the hot pit of hell by bringing some rock and roll hip hop fury. With vice, I hold the mic device. With force, I keep it away, of course. And I'm keeping you from sleeping. And on the stage, I'm raging, I'm rolling. To the poor, poor, no metaphors. I ain't bluffing, there's nothing that we ain't seen before. Stay the point made to consider it Done by the prophet of rage Can you keep your life? 
11th Hour Radio, five years later, that was Prophets of Rage, with a song they named after themselves, Prophets of Rage, off of 2016's The Party Is Over. Uh, Rage Against Machine, one of those bands that we never got to see live. Yep. We saw Audio Slave a few times. We shot Tom Morello. Correct. Uh, at New York Comic Con one year. That's Blast. cool. So this Ticketmaster thing hits. The Ticketmaster lawsuit. And Prophets of Rage are coming here to Tampa, and it's a free show because the tickets are free. Uh, Ticketmaster fucked everybody over, so now's our chance to get back at them. Uh, it was raining. Uh, we we considered not going. It was myself, Jose, my wife, Jose's girlfriend. We made it, though. And then... So, okay, for those of you that don't know, Prophets of Rage is Rage Against the Machine, the band. Minus, minus Zach, Zach De La Roca, Roca. With uh, Cypress Hills, Be Real. And Public Enemies, Chuck D. So we got there. Uh, we got to sit in seats because it was raining. We got upgraded, essentially. And the music starts, and it's Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Straight up. We're listening to Rage Against the Machine songs live. Prophets of Rage <laughs> is the greatest Rage Against the Machine cover yeah. band ever. It's the closest you can get to Rage Against the Machine without Zach De La Roca. So it was goosebumps hearing those songs live, which had never happened before because they don't. Audio Slate doesn't cover Rage Against the Machine no. songs. They might head into a riff for a little well, bit. Well, we heard a White Stripe song. Yeah. But uh, one of our few concert experiences over the past few years, but super cool and free yeah. and and emotional because, what do you say? Shit was going down. Uh, I got my uh, Make America Rage Again hat. My wife got that for me for Christmas. I can't ever wear it out in public because she's got nuts. But... It was just that time, it was, what, August? So the election was still to come, but shit was looking pretty grim. And, uh, you know, a violent times call for violent music. That's what Tom Morello said. Mm-hmm. And it's true. So, uh, that definitely encapsulates at least the last year or so of the past five years. So I thought it fit very well. And we had, we had a cool musical moment seeing it together. So, this counts. Mark it. Oh. <laughs> so moving forward, another one of my picks. Correct. Uh, biggest pop star in the world right now. Uh, Taylor Swift makes catchy songs. She sings catchy songs, and I will admit to it. Uh, and apparently so catchy that Ryan Adams thought the same. So oh, this did. guy's got a fact so about our next Taylor Swift song. Two, I found two things out. Number one. Ryan Adams was married to Mandy Moore. Fucking good on you there. I love I love Mandy Moore. <laughs> but she was in uh, Entourage. Uh, yeah. As as uh, the girlfriend that kept fucking with his head, like the one that made him go nuts. She was in Aquaman. Man, I love Mandy Moore. Girl. She's uh, Princess Anna. No, she's uh, Rapunzel. It, oh. Yeah. Call me. <laughs> you don't ever call me. So, well, I say good on you, but... Sadly, their marriage crumbled. And in this crumbling, Ryan Adams became drawn to Taylor Swift's album, 1989, which your pick comes off of. Yes. So not only like he was so drawn to it, he felt the need to not just cover one song. <laughs> he put out an exact track for track <laughs> cover of 1989, his own cover version of 1989 which ironically debuted at number seven one spot above taylor swift's 1989 but her album was on 
That was her 48th week on there. So, but that's nuts. That's but that's two still 1989. Yeah, exactly. One right after the other. And not only that, it was both of their fifth studio album. Weird so, man. Illuminati. Illuminati. <laughs> fucking blood sacrifice. Watch out. So I bet I know why he didn't just uh, cover one song and he, he did the he whole album. He couldn't, he couldn't pick. pick. And I had a hard time. It was between this song and Shake It Off. And Shake It Off, everyone's heard a hundred million times. Yeah. Uh, and it's a great, but it's a great song. It's fucking catchy. And I'm pretty, I clap along with it, man. I'm pretty sure <laughs> if you go back into the records and check the logbooks, we've played Shake It Off. I'm, <laughs> pr- I'm pretty sure we had an episode But of this Shake song, uh, off of 2014's 1989, uh, it's got a chill vibe, almost a little, like it's got a little Daft Punk flavor to it. I like her voice. I like the sound of it. The chorus is catchy. Man, it's just a, it's her, a good song. Her catchiest song for me is the one where she she says, like, kiss me out in the rain or something. I can't remember <laughs> the name of the song. But I Love worked this I, album? No, no, no. This was like her first big, big run. Um, <laughs> Do a Tay Swift episode, bro. <laughs> it was it was it played nonstop. At a certain um, Farderitaville that I used to work at. <laughs> and whenever the song would come on, I'd just be wiping tables just all like. Yeah. I like this song. I like all it. Right. Cool. So, uh, like I said, off of 2014's 1989, coming up next, it is Taylor Swift with Style. It is 11th Hour Radio, five years later.
there. I'll never be royalty, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that'd be nice, cause that'd be nice fantasy. Woman's bathroom smells so nice, yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll never be, Lord, 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 bless it. Lordy, Lordy, Lord. Lord, uh, okay, uh, oh God, sorry. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do my makeup in. Somebody else's car We ordered different drinks at the same bars I know about what you did and I wanna scream the truth She thinks you love the beach, you're such a damn liar Those great whites, they have big teeth Oh, they bite you Thought you said that you would always be in love But you're not in love No more Did it frighten you? How we kissed when we danced on the light of floor On the light of floor But I hear sounds in my mind Brand new sounds in my mind
11th Hour Radio, five years later, that was one of the Guzmaniacs pick. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Lord with Greenlight off of 2017's Melodrama. Tell us a little bit about your your obsession with Lord. Man, I fucking love me some Lord. <laughs> like, okay, the the Royals song came. Royals is played the fuck out. You know who liked Royals? Hmm. My dad. <laughs> Fist bump, bro. Get it? And that's not even like the song that, that got me uh, onto her. Tennis mm-hmm. Court, I love more than Royals. Royals is a good song, but it got, it got played the fuck out. So on the YouTube kick, Royals played. So it skipped to the next thing. You know, yeah. automatic skip. It skipped to her, her short EP, which Royals was originally off of, The Love Club. And that's like a five, seven song little, little, little ditty. But they're all fucking great tracks like that's one that that i have like the file of i don't listen to one song off of that if i put that on i'm listening to the all of it chunk. until it yeah. until it ends yeah and then like i just so then i was looking for more and then i liked her her next album this one's off her new album i haven't gotten a chance to listen to all the tracks off the new one uh, i love the the red light flicker off of hunger Games soundtrack that one was pretty cool Ooh, what about the song she did for the Twilight soundtrack? I don't know. <laughs> what, she, she, Maybe she, she did the one that the the cover of Everybody Wants to Rule the World. I think that was for the Hunger Games. But I think she did two two movies. The Red Light Flicker was from one, and then the other was from the other. Get you that Hunger Games money. Mm-hmm. Get some of them flaming arrows going. Well, good so for I you, love man. Me some fucking Lord, man. And besides Royals, I couldn't name any other Lord song, but. When you played this for me, I recognize it. I've heard it. Right. So, and th- this song is just—it's—it makes the twelve-year-old little girl in me just want to dance. <laughs> it's a fucking good track. It—it's it, fun. It's a fun track. Um, and she's got like a, her voice is hypnotizing sometimes. Like she's spazzy when she dances, but she's cool. I dig her. I dig me some Lord. Ain't cool, a shame. Man. Ain't, ain't you know? And if you got a beef with it, I'll just shake shake it off. <laughs> Uh, another one of my favorite albums. I was playing this alternating with the new Tribe Called Quest uh, at the end of 2016 uh, was the new Childish Gambino album. Mm-hmm. And holy shit, like, talk about reinventing yourself from Every album, album, album he has is a different vibe. It's almost yeah. like a different theme each album. And, and Awaken My Love is essentially a funk album. Yeah. Like, he's not rapping... No. On it's all so awaken my love. It it sounds like like a old school seventies. Yeah, just uh, but fucking unfuckwithable. And the the biggest song off we of got that, to see him live. Yes, which was pretty yeah, fucking it, cool. In Hard the past rock. five years, yeah, we uh, uh um we're it was, old. It was post camp, so we we post sit camp. now. Oh yeah, sit yeah yeah. Uh, great heartbeat, great fucking album, mm-hmm. campfire. Or was it Bonfire? Bonfire. Bonfire. It was Camp, but it was Bonfire. Yeah, yeah. The album was Camp. The video was pretty cool too. You see the video for that where he's yeah. like he's hanging and it keeps Groundhog Daying. Yeah, pretty sweet. But uh, Redbone off of Awaken My Love, easily the biggest, biggest song off of that album. Yeah. And my man has some facts about uh, Redbone. So big, it had three different individual like pops. Of success. <laughs> when the album came out, the song debuted number 75 on the Billboard Hot 100. And that was in 2016 when when it came out. Right. 
So it had its first release success. And then in 2017, uh, Jordan Peele from Key and Peele, which fucking great show. Um, Dave Chappelle's format. He yeah. let him know. But, you know, no beef, all love. <laughs> but still a great show. And, and even after that, they diverted the, the, the way the show went and changed it up. And the show's still great. Great fucking show. I said, bitch. Hell, you didn't invent sketch comedy, so give give a brother a chance, man. Give him a chance. So, <laughs> 2017, Jordan Peele writes and directs and releases Get Out. Yep. I still need to see it. I'm so pissed I haven't seen it. So, in Get Out, uh, in the beginning, he uses this song, and at the end credits, he uses this song. So, in 2017, the song gets another spike because the movie hit out of the out of the water and everybody <laughs> wants to know what's this fucking song so in 2017 red bone hits the hot 100 again this time at number 12 so that shows you a little bit of the rub from 75 to 12 so now after this now all of a sudden it's so huge as the internet does you must become a meme <laughs> so now there's a meme that's a take of the cover of the girl <laughs> to me it kind of looks like birth <laughs> I think it looks like one of those old timey like neck frilly things from yeah. like <laughs> the King of England. But she's kind of coming out. Like just imagine like Jim Carrey coming out of the rhino. Mm-hmm. So they replace that picture of her with the picture of whoever, and they take the instrumentals and put them over it. There's like a Smash Mouth version. There's a Kermit the Frog version, and. There's a Donald Trump. <laughs> bing, so, bing, bing, bong, bing, bong, bing. <laughs> it, 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 check it out. It's pretty good. So the song had three three legs. Three different successful And it's not done. It's, it, that's only a, a it's still year going. old song, man. Exactly. It, it's going to hit. A, it'll hit one more time. Probably mid, late this year. Somebody will pick it back up. It'll be in a commercial or something. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then, and then or a movie right trailer. Here. Yeah, there you Get go. Get out too. There you go. Get out to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> so coming up off of 2016's Awaken My Love, we have 11th Hour favorite Childish Gambino with Redbone. You're listening to 11th Hour Radio. Five years later, we still kicking this bitch in the balls.
When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. And I said, we need to build a wall. And nobody builds walls better than me, believe me. I'm gonna bomb the shit out of them. We will make America great again. Grab him by the pussy. China's killing us. We need to build a wall. My father gave me a small loan of a million dollars. Fake news, folks. Update presents the Weekend Update. The Weekend Update. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Why are you here? This has been the Weekend Update.
keep it up, don't seem so simple I just fucked two bitches before I saw you And you gon' have to do it at my tempo Always try to send me off to rehab Drugs started feeling like it's decaf I'm just trying to live life for the moment And all these motherfuckers wanna Radio five years later, that was one of Jose's picks. The weekend with the hills off of 2015's Beauty Behind the Madness. Yeah, I was definitely putting a, a weekend song on. Yeah, my this list. is one of the artists that we both picked a song yeah. from. You you had a different song. You, which I had um, Starboy. Starboy, which I fucking love. Which you guys will hear Starboy later on. We we have that chambered for a different theme, different right. subject. But this this artist stuck out to both of us. And we both kind of hit different songs. So, like, when, when I mentioned The Hills, you kind of didn't... You were like, huh? Which one's it's another that? another one of those then, where I, I know it, but right. I just don't know the name. And then once you heard it, you yeah. were like, oh, yeah, that one. And there's Can't Feel My Face. Mm-hmm. He's got... He's great, man. Like, he's Which, about as close as you can get to Michael these days. Because he was... Michael was the blood sacrifice for him <laughs> to be able to have a career. And if you look at the visuals from that music video, it's all there. From it, the hills? No, from I Can't Feel My Face. I Can't face. Feel My Face? Like, the burning of him represents the end of Michael and, and the birth. The rebirth. Like a phoenix. Exactly. <laughs> Illuminati, Illuminati. Uh, well, coming up next, we got another one of your picks, and this is one of those where you said the name. I was like, who? who? <laughs> what? But 
uh, apparently Big Boy had the same reaction. Exactly. So you got a fact. So I first heard, what got me interested in this band was a Gillette commercial. There was a Gillette commercial. <laughs> it was like, boom, 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 Yeah. And it was just catchy as fuck. So, again, on another one of my just random YouTube, I hear this. And I'm just thinking it's the ad. Uh, you know, a, sure, ran, a sure. random YouTube ad that's the some Gillette pon, commercial. Some Pond 5 music or something. And then all of a sudden, like, lyrics kick in. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck is this? So I, I you know, hit, hit the tab that it's on, and I see it's Fantagram. And I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. And I, and I then went from that song into the song that we were going to be playing and fell in love with them. And then just YouTubed a bunch of their shit. So the same way I stumbled across them. Big Boy of Outcast stumbled across him. He was doing whatever, and in a pop-up ad, he heard a song. Internet and- porn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably. So he decided he, you know, he loved this song. So he found out what the song was and, and uploaded it to his Jam of the Week on his website. And Fanagram found out about this. I love stories like this where it's just like, Creative people finding each other. Right. You know, there was there was no pushing on Like, this. And you're big boy. Like, you don't have to fucking... Do anything You don't have anybody. to fuck with nobody. Which is cool that he has, like, a jam of the week where it's like, hey, I like this well, shit. That's, that's, I like music, too. Yeah. I do music, but I like music. That's a mark of a creative person who enjoys doing creative shit. It's right. not just About a the paycheck. Money. And because he's big boy, he's made his money off of Outkast, so now he can just do whatever the fuck he right. wants. And this wasn't Bring like some people in from a Gillette ad. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so they they find out that he's that they're his jam of the week. So they contact him and it was like, "Hey, that's us. We're Fanagram." And they're like, "All right, well, let's fuck it. Let's let's get together." And then from there, he threw Fanagram on three tracks of his 2012 album, uh, "Vicious Lies and Dangerous Rumors." So that's cool. You go from like. This guy says your music's cool to, hey, three guest tracks. spot on my album. Yeah. And from those three tracks, they enjoyed working together so well. They're like, fuck it. Let's do something <laughs> together, like, officially. And they teamed up as, I love the fucking name, Big Grams. <laughs> Fantagram and Big Boy. Great. Big Grams. And in 2015, they released a self-titled album, Big Grams, which is cool. I love stories where it, this, this was in no way forced. It just fucking happened. Makes me want and Teddy Grams. Cool. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, Teddy Grams good. No, that's pretty cool, man. And um, uh, you showed me this video oh, or the video for the Gillette- lead, lead singer dating Sean White. Oh, Olympic yeah, you told me that too. Uh, you showed me the video for the Gillette song, and yes, yes. When, when I was small is the name of the song. Good song. Check it out. I'm I'm into it. So boom, boom, another one of your picks. Uh, I now I have some Fantagram on my iTunes. I can I can listen and get a little deep on it. So off of 2014's Voices, we have Fantagram with Blackout Days. It is 11th Hour Radio. Five years later.
recognize you anymore. This is what men do to try to get every hair. This is what we do. Introducing Fusion ProGlide, rebuilt with FlexBall technology, makes maximum contact over tricky contours and gets virtually every hair. New FlexBall for the Fusion ProGlide. Gillette, the best a man can get.
11th Hour Radio, five years later, that was another one of Jose's picks. The Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs with Sacrilege off of 2013's Mosquito. Always love Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Yeah. One love. of those bands that I haven't, like, kept up with, but all their stuff is, is solid. Great. Great <laughs> Remember painting my house a lifetime ago. With it, it's like two in the morning, just painting away, listening to Fever to Tell, Fever to Tell, um, MTV. Their video ah, for yeah. Maps came on. Yep, and I was like, no, that's MTV good. or MTV Two. No, this was after af- after two. It may have been MTV Two once they fucked two over. Yeah, after they already ruined two. So it was. It was one of those songs you heard, and you're like, no, if they keep putting music out like this, they're going to be all right. Good for them, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still at it. Cool, man. Uh, coming up next, uh, we both picked this song. Yes. Speaking uh, of. Pretty recent. Pretty still recent at song. it. Um, I love the Foo Fighters, man. Can't can't get any better than some Dave Grohl, in my opinion. So uh, Yeah, when, the, when this was one of the songs where both of us looked at each other and said, this is on. on. <laughs> this is one of the songs that, like, also kind of. When this came out, I was like, "We, we got." And come on, Dave Grohl. It's, is so, it's time to get the music show back. Dave Grohl has, has continued to stay relevant in music with all of his projects in the past five years. And there was a point where it was rumored that Foo Fighters were gonna break up, but no, they're still doing it. They're still putting out music that rocks pretty goddamn hard, man. Like, Foo Fighters is pretty palatable to the mainstream, but they've still got some of the hardest rocking songs out there today. Yeah. Trendsetters. If you're not going with just some grindcore growling. So, you got a fact for the next song, which is Foo Fighters Run. Which, not only did we love it, but apparently everyone loved it. Because this was their highest... First day sales for a single ever for Run, which I remember this late in the game and you're still yeah. topping yourself. Uh, I listened to it for the first time on Amazon Music. It was just like one of those brand new. Check mm-hmm. it out. I saw the video for the first time. <laughs> and that video. You sent it to me like, you, you, you see yeah. this? Yeah. yeah. You see this? You see this. <laughs> so the video is is them. Playing an, an aged version. They're old. They're, you know, they're make up up to look old. And they're playing at an old-timer's home. And they their rocking inspires the crowd to, like, fuck you. We're taking... We're, we're, we're not dead. We're not dead. Still got some life in us, goddammit. And it was actually directed by Dave Grohl. The idea was from uh, Taylor Hawkins, who was kind of bummed that... that as they were doing the publicity and the photo shoots and the promotional work for the album, he noticed that like each shoot, they kept looking older and older and Grohl was like, man, fuck it. That's, <laughs> that's what the video is. And they did the music video. You see, uh, um, I guess the only word is grandma titties. <laughs> I, I'm for, that's, that's the, the clinical term. <laughs> some some good old hanging grandma titties. It's a it's a great video. It's a fun song, and and it's if you're like us and and you miss the old days of good music, and you're just fucking old, <laughs> but you still got some fight left in you. This is you the still want to rock exactly. But like all of your heroes are dead, 
and but you know it's going to hurt the next day. There's Dave Grohl and Foo Fighters still still kicking around, man. You're like, oh, <laughs> all right, like one more mosh pit. So up next, off of 2017's Concrete and Gold, we have 11th Hour Favorite Foo Fighters with Run. You're listening to 11th Hour Radio. Five years later, Foo Fighters still kicking ass.
Listen, we have we have a great time making our records. You know, it's not always the easiest thing to do, but the fact that we're a bunch of like forty something year old guys that, that get together and still like are excited to like create something from nothing. So when we're done with it, I mean, and, you know, we look back at it and it's like, wow, we made this. A, we made this with five different guys with five different ideas, and um, I'm proud of it. You know what I mean? Um, is everybody gonna like it? Probably not, but. Um, We've never really made records for any other reason than you know just to make records, make make something that excites us, you know. So, uh, so in that in that sense, yes, we you know we're very proud of it. Hour Radio, five years later, that was Deftones with You've Seen the Butcher off of 2010's Diamond Eyes. So that came out before we before we even started 11th Hour Radio, but you've been listening to it over the past five years. Yeah, that, so it's that, been that's part the of one your that, soundtrack. that stuck, that, that stuck with me, that, that was uh, post-Chino. Deftones. Or not, not Chino, uh, um, Che, post-Che. Yeah, that sucks, man. 
but they they keep they're keeping going. Keep your head down. They're just doing the ACDC thing. Keep yeah. putting out music. Yeah, that's what they were put on this earth to do. So let's do it. So you why guys. stop? Yeah. Uh, coming up next, we've got a three pack of songs from artists that have passed. Uh, some very recently, Tom Petty passed uh, in October of 2017. Uh, but we've lost a, a lot of great musicians, so we kind of want to do a tribute to them. And eleventh uh, hour memoriam. Our, our thank you for your con- contribution yeah. to this music world. And the Guzmaniac has some facts about these recently passed artists and how much they're still making after they're six feet under. Yeah, so we kind of lumped, lumped all three into one nice fact that they kind of all fall under. Because in uh, towards the end of 2017, Forbes released their list of top-earning dead entertainers from that year. And some of the people had passed just before the end of the scoring period of October 15th. So, so Tom Petty made it on the list. And he comes in at number six with... 20 million of earnings from the road. Yeah, he was on the, yo- on the road for the year, just road dogging it with his band, you know. His band was in- making 1 million per night. That's not a, nice. Not a bad paycheck. <laughs> not a bad paycheck. Good job, guys. Um, you have Prince coming in at number seven, making 18 million. David Bowie coming in at number 11 with 9.5 million. With the number one. Who's been five years in a row? Michael Jackson, with a net earnings of seventy-five million, which is sound. That sounds like a lot, right? Like right. A di- he made seventy-five million. No, that is a drop off from the two hundred and eighty-five million he made last year. Oh God! Wow. Jesus Christ! And and he, you know, he's another prince. We know has a vault full of shit that has never seen. We're going to see that goddamn Kevin Smith documentary finally. There's Michael. A new album just came out. Yeah, but modern day Michael just wasn't. It wasn't good, man. The only thing. Something that was weird to me. Illuminati Illuminati is some of the songs didn't feel like it was Michael the whole way. Some of the spots. Yeah, maybe they were unfinished. Feel like um, they brought in voice actors. Yeah. Who could mimic Michael? Who stepped in and, and filled in the blanks with frog DNA? <laughs> we make him MJ Donstol. <laughs> so that's fucking nuts. So, but number one, still King of Pop, King of Pop, King of the Grave Site. Motherfucker's bad. Rest in peace to the great artists that we have lost over the past five years. Uh, and leading it off with this trio. We've got Prince, the purple one himself, off 1984's Purple Rain with I Would Die For You. It is 11th Hour Radio, five years later. I'm 
Look up here, I'm in heaven. It's the haunting final video by music icon David Bowie, who died on Sunday after a secret 18-month battle with cancer. The song, called Lazarus, is from Bowie's last album released on Friday, his 69th birthday.
the story of Eddie and his adventures in the great wide open. Without 
said it always played from the heart He got an agent and a roadie named Bart They made a record and it went in the charts The sky was the limit His leather jacket had chains that would jingle They both met movie stars, partied and mingled Their A&R man said, I don't hear a single The future was wide open Hour Radio, five years later, that was Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers with Into the Great Wide Open, off of 1991's Into the Great Wide Open. That's where Tom Petty is these days, man. Mm-hmm. Just like just a- swooping down the heavens <laughs> like a like a sickle, man. Just, just, like a swoosh. Glow, just a glowing angel, man. Gonna miss him. Oh, and what's cool is these last three artists that we played, Prince, David Bowie, and Tom Petty, when they pass, it's sad, but mm-hmm. when they pass, everyone wants to listen to their music again. So they experience a, a comeback. Yes. At, you know, from beyond. And, you know, I fucking love all three of these guys. Tom Petty, especially. Tom Petty's uh, the soundtrack to Pop Goes the Fourth in Indiana that year. Another little known fact Tom Petty has never smoked weed in his life. <laughs> market that is not true and then uh before into the great wide open we had david bowie with lazarus off of 2016's black star uh which was an album Deep. that he knew he was dying and he released yeah. this album it's called lazarus like could you imagine knowing you're dying and and, and putting that on the paper like the emotion yes. behind that like that's fucking He's he he got to say goodbye to everybody without them knowing he was on his his own way and creating his magnum opus essentially. Mm -hmm. You know, nothing off of you know that album is going to be Space Oddity anytime soon. But what a way for a well-known legendary musician to go out on creating on your own terms. Like he didn't get to choose the when and the how. But he did get to choose, like, the baller status that he left. <laughs> uh, David Bowie and his baller status. So, 
Uh, on that note, we're going to segue into our 11th hour list of 11. Crank it up, fuckers! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine! It's not ten. You see, most, most blokes are going to be playing at ten. You're on ten here. Where can you go from there? Eleven. Eleven. Put it up to eleven. Eleven, exactly. It's one louder. This month, since we're doing five years later, uh, we're going to do the list of 11 predictions we made in 2013. You see, we... On, on our last show, we put together this time capsule. So I got the notes right here. We made 11 predictions. This was back in 2013 of what we expect to happen in five years when we were to open up this. Our Nostradamus game yes. is tight. So we're going to count down from 1 to 11, starting off. And this is the list of 11 predictions we made in 2013 for five years later. Number one, dubstep will be around for years to come. Coming in at number two, Watch the Thrones 2 will be even better than Watch the Thrones 1. Uh, it'll probably come out at the same time Dr. Dre's Detox does. <laughs> Call me. A movie adaptation of Straight Out of Compton will be nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay. I think we nailed that one. Oh, Who would have thought? Hammered it. At number four, Gwen Stefani and Gavin Rosdell will be our generation's Sonny and Cher. <laughs> well, kind of. I mean, something died there. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, number five, the biggest show on TV will feature music legends sitting in spinny chairs. We At thought that American Idol was going to be the, the biggest show for forever. Now it's just spinning chairs. Spinning chairs and stealing shit. <laughs> number six, Puddle of Mud will enjoy a new lease on life thanks to a massive fan base in Bangladesh. Oh, my God. Get them. Good Place was just making Puddle of Mud jokes. <laughs> Number seven, Courtney Love allows the use of the Nirvana song Rape Me in commercials for Activia Yogurt. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Number eight, be on the lookout for this dickhead named Diplo. <laughs> what a dickhead. Your name's Diplo? What is that? Uh, number nine, Ozzy Osbourne will finally retire from the road to spend time with his loving wife, Sharon. Eh, I can see it. At number 10, Tom Petty will open a chain of indoor skydiving attractions named Free Falling. Admission is $29.99. <laughs> and number 11 of predictions we made in 2013, there's no fucking way Donald Trump will be president. And nope. I, I think we hammered. Missed, we missed that one. Well, you can't, you can't win them all, right? But if there is anything that will cause the need for mass... Just all of us needing to chill. <laughs> it would be Donald Trump. So on that note, we gonna chill, and we gonna go into this smoke break. Can we get a motherfucking moment of silence for this small chronic break? Inhale, and I want you to exhale, and I want you to follow your breath. Ten, nine, eight, seven. Six, five, four, three. I'm off on the adventure. We're good. This is dedicated to all the kids like me. Whoever you are, you're Sing kind of round. You never see them 
head high I got my wings to carry me I don't know freedom I want my dreams to rescue me I keep my faith strong I ask the Lord to follow me I've been unfaithful I don't know why you call on me This is my canvas I'ma paint it how I want it, baby Oh, I This is my canvas I'ma paint it, paint it, paint it how I want it, nigga Fuck you, cause there, there is no right or wrong Only a song I like to write alone Me in my zone Think back to Forest Hills No perfect home but the only thing like home I've ever known Until they snatched it from my mama and foreclosed her on a loan I'm so sorry that I left you there to deal with that alone I was up in New York City chasing pennies, getting gone Had no clue what you was going through How could you be so strong? And how could I be so selfish? I know I could be so selfish I could tell by how I treat you and my girl Damn, she's so selfless, but she put up with my ways Because she love me like you do And no, it don't always show I love her just like I love you and I need to treat you better Wish you could live forever So we can spend more time together I love you mama I keep my head high I got my wings to carry me I don't know freedom I want my dreams to rest One of these, I see nigga, this ain't no Rolex, it's an AP nigga I'm hot dog, catch up to me nigga, huh, couldn't resist Aim for the stars and I shouldn't have missed But I was riding on fumes, so I stopped by the moon Now I'm sitting on the hood of this bitch, like thanks for the view Waiting on thanks from a few, cause without me you wouldn't exist You know that shit gave you the blueprint, don't forget Cold as your phone on zero percent, going off, now niggas showing off Niggas where they hard, but they flowing soft I'm taking off like Boeing on a big ass Boeing Getting head like a coin toss, too easy I keep my head my wings carry me I don't know freedom I want my dreams to rescue me I keep my faith strong I ask the Lord to follow me I've been unfaithful I don't know why you call on me
Kendrick Lamar. Two first names, huh? The fuck is up with that? You know what DNA stands for? Dead Nigger Association. <laughs> yeah. Radio five years later. That was a three pack of songs for our smoke break picked by the Guzmaniac himself. Uh, that last song was Kendrick Lamar with DNA off of 2017's Damn. Before that, J. Cole with apparently from 2014's 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Why did you pick those songs? Those are um, good songs. I good just... songs. Good songs. Some some 
just some up and coming rappers, man, that that, that I kind of dig. I dig J. Cole. I dig a lot of his songs. That one kind of uh, apparently kind of hit hit a little home with me. With you know, it, it's about being on the road and not being around for certain situations. So it kind of stuck a little bit. And the video is pretty cool. One of those like just basic simple videos it's him with with a plain background and like uh, um like he's standing in front of a projector going and and it's like some home videos and static and just a, a cool visual video with, with some interesting heartfelt moments that kind of hit home with me and then dna love the video some don Cheadle playing He's got him, and then he's interrogating Kendrick Lamar. And he's like, Kendrick Lamar? The fuck? Two first names? What the fuck is that? <laughs> and then, like, all of a sudden, Kendrick Lamar takes over Don Cheadle, and Don Cheadle is Kendrick Lamar for the music video. So he, like, possesses him? Yeah, everything. <laughs> and he's rapping at him, and it's fucking pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So that that's um, new Kendrick Lamar. I, I, I love... Um, those guys can sing too. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I like a lot of his old stuff. We pick pick this one because it's it's new. It, it's it's been a while since like there's been excitement behind album releases and song releases. Right. Like like we're kind of missing that. I remember the day where like when a CD came out, it was a fucking huge deal. You're like, oh shit, these guys got new music. And we're kind of losing that. And I think Kendrick Lamar. It kind of brings some excitement back. And he's just, he's cold, man. He's got good <laughs> verses, and he will fuck you up. Kendrick Lamar curated the Black Panther soundtrack. Black Panther comes out this month. Ooh. Yeah. Let's do it some facts. Here's another Kendrick Lamar fact. He was actually one of, like, able to watch the filming of Dre and Tupac's California, California Love. Yes. Oh, wow. Like, like was uh, just a little... Little, little, little jit, little, little young jit. <laughs> oh, wait, what you guys doing? You guys filming? What you doing, jit? That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Good on you, Kendrick. Oh, uh, and what did we lead that smoke break off with? Leading off the smoke break, uh, a guy I kind of fell in love with. Like I heard the song day and night on the radio, but I had no idea who sung it. And again, it popped up on YouTube, and I was like, "Oh shit, I fucking love that song." It's like, "Oh, it's Kid Cudi," and I. Look through all of his his whole music library that was out. Kid Cudi, who I was turned on to because he was guesting on Kanye songs. Yes, yeah. he he was assigned a to Kanye's uh, album Good Music, and he he was he was like the hook guy. He would pop in and out, uh, all of the lights, Mercy, and but I also think he wanted more, so so he kind of stepped away. He he left a Kanye level label. Like on his own, he he wanted to break out from under and be like, "Look, man, I can do my own shit. Like, I, I can do it on my own, I Kanye. Can do it. Yeah, so I'm a grown ass man." Which going from the good music goes right into effect that even though he, he was with good music, he was with Kanye. They had a great relationship. He was singing the hooks. He was doing the things. But not only was he Kanye's like adding to Kanye, Kanye. Game recognizes game, and he saw the talent and the style and the flow that Kid Cudi was bringing. He said, I'm going to steal that. <laughs> yeah, so much that he used that as the creative juice behind 808 and Heartbreaks. Wes said of Cudi and himself, we were the originators of the style. 
kind of like what Alexander McQueen is the fashion. Everything else is just Zara and H&M. So I, I guess he's saying, like, <laughs> you know, we came up with this type of style of music. 808s and Heartbreaks and Man on the Moon and just this whole, like, kind of psychedelic rap that, that's not all about bitches and hoes, even though, you know, there's some of that in there. But if you ask Kid Cudi about his musical style and what he, he's been trying to do, he said in a 2014 interview, my mission statement since day one, all I wanted to do was help kids not feel alone and stop committing suicide. Like he, he's dealt with his own shit. He, he lost his father at an early age. He didn't know what to do. He was directing that anger somewhere else. And, you know, he's, he was doing blow too much and obviously smokes oh. weed. So he's, he's battled some demons and Mr. Rager is kind of like that duality of sides you're going through you know when you're on a journey to try to expand your own shit what's and going you can't on you're on shit, a, man. You, you, and you can't because you're on a cocaine rage yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but kid cuddy check it out it's fucking great music if you don't like them i don't know it's you so uh 2017 was huge because it was the release of the wonder woman movie correct and Man, women were not taking shit in 2017. No, them do- doing it for themselves. Like, they started out with their pink pussy hats marching on Washington because fuck Trump. And then, you know, the year was huge with Patty Jenkins, woman director, directing uh, Gal Gadot in Wonder Woman, one of the biggest movies of the year, one of the only successful DC movies. And my question is will it beat the Academy Award winning Suicide? <laughs> But then, you know, as the year went on, after, you know, women had the triumph of Wonder Woman, you know, society had the triumph of Wonder Woman, but it was the first big female superhero movie to resonate with audiences and be unless you, Unless you ask James Cameron. Unless you ask James Cameron. And then, as the year went on, all this shit started coming out about people getting harassed and abused and assaulted and women were not fucking having it anymore so uh it fell like a house of cards <laughs> but that was he, he didn't even molest a woman <laughs> that's that's a totally int- yeah but he probably was like hey girl <laughs> but uh because of that and man from batman v superman on uh, that Wonder Woman theme is hot fire. It's just a jam. You and hear that and you're ready to go. So the next fact is about the Wonder Woman theme and about the tiny little Asian cellist. Who's behind this powerhouse fucking sound. She is a bad bitch, y'all. So uh, this guy's got a fact. Tell us a little bit about this bad bitch, Tina Guo. Not only was she the cello soloist on the score for Wonder Woman, which she was in collaboration with Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer, yeah. Junkie XL for the soundtrack. She also played cello on tracks for Sherlock Holmes, Iron Man 2, Clash of the Titans, Red Riding Hood, Abduction, Olympus Has Fallen, Escape Plan, CSI New York, Vikings, The Borgias, Sleepy Woo! Hollow, Iron Chef America, and solo work for game scores such as Diablo 3, Call of Duty, Black Ops 2, and Journey. Girls working hard, yeah. now that's hard just, for the money. That's just solo. Right. She's been on several uh, other scores as like the ensemble piece, but these are ones where she was featured. 
But the coolest job I think she had was head cellist for Cirque du Soleil's Michael Jackson's The Immortal World Tour from 2011 to 2013. She rocked that gig so fucking hard that when they did the re-release of Immortal, they replaced the original guitar solo and beat it with her electric cello. Now that's fucking pretty rad. Wow, man. Not, Not only to play it live as a show, but then to be featured on an actual Michael Jackson track that's that's baller and good on you girl and if we're talking the past 5 years probably the best and most recognizable movie theme in the past 5 years bar none yeah cuz like it, fucking challenge me when it hits you're okay so that's enough we, you don't need to listen to us uh we're going to listen to it now so off 2017's uh, Wonder Woman soundtrack. She does the Wonder Woman theme. It is Tina Guo with Wonder Woman. It is 11th Hour Radio, five years later.
God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, for those who want to, let us pray for mercy and forgiveness and the return of those who have left us. As to the instantaneous disappearance of 2% of the world's population, your conclusion as to what happened, some 140 million souls, is I don't know. Eleventh Hour Radio. Five years later, that was a Guzmaniac pick with the Leftovers opening credits by Max Richter. I haven't watched that show, but obviously you watched it and you enjoyed the credits enough to include it on your list. Uh, that, well, so it's used for the credits, and his songs are used throughout throughout the the episodes as well. So right. it's not just the credits. But what was cool was this is an example of where the director heard us existing song. And was like, my God, that like that really fits to the visuals that I'm putting together for right. this show. So he brought in Max Richter and used songs from his album, Memory House, from 2002 and from 2004's The Blue Notebook. And kind of appropriated songs from those albums to fit the show and then had him do a couple other originals for the show. So that's that's pretty cool. And it's very... Oh, it, it's Sarajevo and November. Check out those two tracks. Fucking this love is it. Max Richter. Max Richter. Just nice. It's just dark. And check out check out Leftovers. It's a pretty nuts show. It's it's uh it's comes in like a year later after ten percent of the human population just vanished. It's it's pretty good. So uh, our next song uh, and also our next fact. Uh, has to do with Run the Jewels. We both wanted to include Run the Jewels because they've yes. been they become pretty big. Yeah, you know they they were kind of like an internet meme to begin with, and then they they become one of the more well known duos. If if there's any other duos in hip hop these days, but you're a little bit more up on your Run the Jewels. Got so to see I, them live. Oh no shit. Got to. T- t- oh, I t- think I remember that. T- yep. Took the lady, saw him at uh, uh, was it the Beecham? Is that what it's called now? <laughs> uh, Jesus, one of them downtown smoky clubs. Yeah, but it was pretty cool. Small venue, and and they came out and they fuck Trump, 
But you know what? <laughs> we all going to smoke weed and party. Security guards, you ain't going to, you know, the crowd's going to be cool. Security guards be cool. Let's do this thing. And everyone lit up and they fucking did their shit. Everything was cool. Went off with. Without a hitch. No hitches. <laughs> to be had. So uh, you're more uh, up on Run the Jewels than I am. So I deferred to you to pick the song. Uh, but also you got a fact for us. Yes, I do. So as Run the Jewels does, they they stir the shit, you know, but but they got good stuff. So to kind of poke fun at all these outlandish and just crazy crowdfunded albums and whatever, <laughs> they said, All right, well, for forty thousand, we will do a complete remix album of Run the Jewels 2 and only use cat sounds for the beats. Uh, you want to appeal to the internet, you promise them kitty sounds. Goddamn right. <laughs> the internet came in so hard. They only asked for 40. They raised 60. <laughs> they wanted the cats. So they put together the remix album as promised. What um, was it called? Meow the Jewels. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. But they only needed 40. And they raised 60. So what they do? Donated all to charity. All of it? The whole 60? They didn't want any of it. Well, I mean, obviously, they, they probably used what they needed to make the album. To make the album, and then charity. That's cool, man. Because they don't give a fuck. They're not all about the money. Boys with Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And, you know, got a white boy and a brown dude. I see some similarities. Hey. <laughs> so off of 2014's Run the Jewels 2, next pick, uh... The Guzmaniac put his stamp on this one. We got Run the Jewels with Early. It is 11th Hour Radio, five years later. It be feeling like the life that I'm living, man, on control. Every day I'm in a fight for my soul. Could it be that my medicine's the evidence for pigs to stop and frisk me when they roll around on patrol? And ask why you're here. I just tell them because it is what it is. I live here and that what it is. He chime, you got a dime. I say, man, I'm trying to smoke and chill. Please don't lock me up in front of my kid. And in front of my wife, man, I ain't got a gun and a knife. You do this and you ruin my life. And I apologize if it seems like I got out of line, sir, because I respect the badge and the gun. And I pray the day ain't the day that you drag me away Right in front of my beautiful son And he still put my hands in cup Put me in the truck when my woman screamed Said shut up Witches with the camera phone on Saw the copper pull a gun and put it on my gorgeous queen As I peered out the window I could see my other kid folk And hear my little boys scream As he ran toward the copper Begged him not to hurt his mama Cause he had a face down on the ground And I'd be much too weak to ever speak what I've seen But my life changed with that sound That I live a man I don't control Cause every day I'm in a fight for my soul All hands below High seas in a rickety boat Small O's so the kid might cope You want cash or hope No class, matter back and boat Go without, get turned to ghosts You know that's the law Deal done by the shake of claws It ain't a game or the shit don't pause When I find you odd So convinced in the truth of y'all That the true truth's truly gone And yes, there's a day Anytime a man say there's not Then you know that he lost the plot What can I say? Truth 
truth one denied or not Like it's true who ride the cot Fair enough The way that the beat bump do sound tough I made it in the dark like civil war surgery Woke up in the same air you hop early By 12 o'clock the whole earth felt dirty Street lamps stare when you walk Watch the birdie The watch you walk to the store there recording Didn't record cop when he shot no warning Heard it go pop Might have been two blocks Heard a kid plus pop Watch cop make girl bleed Go to home go to sleep up again early Got this new thing called classism it's racism's cousin this is what we do to hold people back this is what we do and we got this other thing that's also been working for a long time where you don't have to be racist anymore it's called self-hate it works on itself it's like real estate of racism where just like that when someone comes up and says something like i am a god everybody says who does he think he is i just told you who i thought i was a god i just told you that's who I think I am. Would it have been better if I had a song that said, I am a nigga? Or if I had a song that said, I'm a gangster? Or if I had a song that said, I am a pimp? All those colors and patinas fit better on a person like me, right? But to say you are a god, especially when you got shipped over to the country that you're in and your last name is a slave owner's. How could you say that? How could you have that mentality? Real rap at 
Nobody has swag, man. We the rap pack. Virgil Pyrex, Dossie Snapback. Ivan Diamond, Shot Town Shining. Monopoly in this bitch again, change the climate. Hop in this bitch again, same thing I'm in. Until the day I get struck by lightning. So hurry up with my damn massage In a French-ass restaurant Hurry up with my damn croissants I am a god Our radio five years later, uh, we couldn't get through this episode without including some sort of Kanye. Yeah, this was another that you had an, uh, a song picked off of Jesus. Yes. I had a song off of Jesus, but we both agreed Jesus was was it's a pretty good album from and, front to back. And it came out right at the tail end of our last run on Eleventh Hour Radio, mm-hmm. so we never really got to touch on it. And it is peak Kanye. It's good. Like yeah. I wouldn't. S- classify it as his best but it's like as out there kanye crazy like about to have a, a mental breakdown kanye <laughs> I fucking love like it. i'm married to a kardashian now can't hold my liquor lamar odom almost song. died of an od man yeah, no shit. <laughs> great album though jesus and whether you like kanye or not man his fucking albums are good five years though kanye has uh it's a roller coaster yeah Kanye? Platinum blonde Kanye. Kanye best is friend of Trump. He's Kanye kind of in the middle of his Miley Cyrus yeah, right, moments the, right now, hiding in the background while Bruce Jenner becomes Caitlyn. Call me, <laughs> Jesus, call me. And then uh, coming up next, one of my picks, uh, Daft Punk's "Random Access Memories," one of those albums uh, constantly listened to. It's it's the spiritual successor to the Tron Legacy soundtrack. Yep. <laughs> like, come on. Like, Wait, they took a lot of the Tron Legacy soundtrack and translated it into their, their new style for random access memories. And if we want to... Daft Punk holds a sweet, sweet little spot to the 11th Hour Heart because it was off of a stolen 
Daft Punk song from Tron Legacy. From Tron Legacy, that, that we got to where we are started today. Started it all. <laughs> started it all. <laughs> and uh, so, random excess memories. It's get lucky, lose yourself to dance. Like huge songs. Yeah, huge songs, top to bottom. Uh, but this song I picked because it feels the most Tron-ish, Tron-esque to me. And the whole album I can I can listen to front to back. So coming up next, one of my picks off of 2013's Random Access Memories. We got Daft Punk with Contact. It is 11th Hour Radio, five years later. Hey, Bob, I'm looking at what uh, Jack was talking about. And uh, it's definitely not a particle that's nearby. It is a uh, bright object, and it's uh, obviously rotating because it's flashing. It's uh, way out in the distance, apparently rotating in a very rhythmic fashion because the uh, flashes come around uh, almost on time. As we look back at the Earth, it's uh, up at about 11 o'clock, about, uh, well, maybe 10 or 12 diameter, Earth diameters. Uh, I don't know whether that does you any good, but there's something out there.
You're listening to 11th Hour Radio five years later. We're bringing you jams that stuck with us over the past five years. And uh, stay tuned because we are going to do a future episode where we are going to put together a track list of songs that are going to come out in five years. <laughs> so We went into the future and brought you music all. <laughs> we are bringing you music back from the future. So before that, we are gonna have to get out of here yeah i mean it's come to that time where we must leave it our time machine has like a couple minutes left (laughs) and then you know we out of here so we are gone for now but you can catch us next month or you can catch us again right now just download us from the itunes store do it man there's like 107 episodes yep set that bitch overnight to download, <laughs> let it do its thing. Get. <laughs> Get them all. Put put on there. Uh, search for eleventh uh, hour time travel five years <laughs> in the future. So yeah, while you're looking into the future on iTunes, you can leave us a review. Uh, also, you can find us as part of the Popcast Network at pcn.panelsonpages.com. If you'd like to shoot us an email, we're at 11th Hour Radio at the 11th hour.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the 11th Hour. Replace that zero. Replace that O with a zero. And if you're talking about 11th Hour Radio, be sure to hashtag it, hashtag 11th Hour Radio. So next month, we're doing guest spots. Uh, last song of the night, five years later. Uh, we got a song with all kinds of guest spots on all it. All kinds of motherfuckers. And you also have our final fact of the evening. Go seeing, for it. Seeing how we opened this the this episode with a fact about a song that was not meant for the original person that sung it, let's go ahead and end it with the same type of fact. It was Major Laser and Mo who worked on this song. Several early versions. Like they not everybody was in the same country at the same time, too. So that's kind of cool. Now how the future of music's going where you can collaborate and not even be in the same room. You yeah. could never even see each other. Postal just service. Sending yeah. Sending files, putting shit together. So they kind of had this song that they were putting together and it was meant for Rihanna. And she was kind of given uh um like a slower reggae version of it by Diplo, who was kind of like the he's the guy that gets it there. He's the guy that gets it there. So she turned it down. And they're like, all right, well, what about Nicki Minaj? Nicki Minaj turned it down. So from there, they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Mo, it's yours. You sing it. Can't nobody sing it better than you. So fucking, (laughs) why not you do it? So fucking Diplo was like, this is a blessing in disguise. And he said. That dickhead Diplo. (laughs) That old fucking Diplo. He said that he doesn't think anybody would sound as good as she would doing it on the record. And he was fucking right because that song blew the fuck up everywhere. So huge. In the past five years, we've had some adventures and some of our adventures have brought us to India. Correct. Like 10 times. Mm hmm. (laughs) We were regulars in India Mm -hmm. and uh, lean on made it all the way over there. And it was it was huge. The they love over there. American pop music in India, man. And they will Indians will dance their asses off. They got a lot of energy. Uh, you know, they got a lot of carbs to burn. Yeah. <laughs> the 
they're ready to get out of the house and just while out. And uh, we heard the song more than a few times when we hung out in India, and, mm-hmm. and it was lit, man. Straight and another one of them just it gets in you. It's, it's right. catchy. And, and he's right. Like, Mo's voice in this song. Makes it. Yeah. Without that hook, I don't know if it's the same no, song. No, no. There's, there's no way it has the Without same. Without that hook, it's just an instrumental like, turned down for what? I don't even see Rihanna doing it. I can't even see Nicki Minaj no, That's not her this. style. Not either of their styles. Mm-mm. So sometimes you just got to balls to the wall, man. Just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> if you want it done right, sometimes you got to do it yourself. And doing it themselves, we have Major Laser, DJ Snake, featuring Mo off of 2015's Peace is the Mission. We're closing this bitch down with Lean On. I am the Guzmaniac. I am Jason Nice, K Nice if you're nasty. The show might be over, but the revolution has just re-begun. And until next time, this has been 11th Hour Radio. Do you recall not long ago when you were walking on the sidewalk? Innocent, remember, all we did was care for each other. But the night was warm, we were bold and young. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.